You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. the country you can change your name and since Anna Ferris and Chris Pratt broke up you may as well call me Mrs. Pratt because I am on the D hunt <laughs> but nothing nothing not even Chris Pratt not even a T-Rex it's gonna save you from the, the watch list wow yeah <laughs> how the hell y'all doing everybody Holly is devastated I didn't realize that they even broke up right and so was Jess I'm yeah. not I was like hallelujah hallelujah I really thought they were going to make it. There's hope for me yet. <laughs> it made me want to run faster on the treadmill. I'm like, oh, dang, girl, I got to lose these 15 pounds now. <laughs> Chris Pratt is back on the street. Motivation. <laughs> mm-hmm. Girls hit them ellipticals. Chris Pratt is on a prowl. I'm going to start squats tomorrow. I swear. <laughs> See? I swear. See? I swear. Even lame women in wheelchairs got up and suddenly could walk. <laughs> Because Chris Pratt is single again. <laughs> oh, God. I am. Uh, <laughs> Hot diggity damn. I'm I go to church. I'm getting out of this wheelchair. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I knew y'all was real. <laughs> <laughs> that is a God because he made Chris Pratt single. <laughs> My I'm prayers pop- have been answered. I'm going to pop that shit like a can of Pringles. I'm a rapper oh. now. <laughs> I'm a rapper now. Oh, this is the Chris Pratt remix in your vagina. <laughs> in your vagina. <laughs> so, anyway, how the hell are y'all doing, guys? How are you, Jess? I'm good. How are y'all? I'm good. What What's new with you? It's nice to have DJ just She looks at, She has this look on her face like, what is new with me? Like, question her whole life. It was like she had a like really fast flashback of her life and what I she's did. done. My whole life flashed. Like, no one's ever eyes. asked me that before. <laughs> no one's ever asked me, what's up? <laughs> no comment. No comment. <laughs> she's, 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 her eyes got really bug-eyed like wow that, I, I don't know I can't see that other hand she's there jilling it to Chris Pratt <laughs> oh my gosh I forgot to tell you Casey the last time we worked out I swear this guy was jacking off in the parking lot oh. what <laughs> I pull up and he's like he's like I can't see his hand he's sitting there with the car running and all I see is this, like his hand moving up and down Whoa. like well not his hand but his arm and I'm like, what are you doing? Was he someone we see all the time at the gym? I don't know. I think he was just a creep, creeper parking lot. It beat. wasn't the khaki double dragon twins, was it? <laughs> no, I wish. Street Fighters. <laughs> <laughs> the two uh, Asian brothers who wear khakis Okay, the so the hollers. If you're my Facebook friend, then you would know <laughs> my dilemma. If you know me like that. <laughs> Casey and I always uh, work out at the gym together and we talk about these two people. Well, we only thought there was one at first who wore khaki pants to uh, cargo shorts. Sorry. And cargo no judgment. Shorts. We just think they're uncomfortable. 
<laughs> they wear cargo shorts to the gym and it just looks very uncomfortable. I'm judging them. You but as soon as I put something up on Facebook, out. everyone's like, Holly, at least they made it to the gym. Oh, God. Screw you. So In your judgmental ways. All those people like, have cargo shorts that so they rock all I know, the time. I was, so then I just started getting like <laughs> funny about it. And I'm like, you must have some cargo shorts that you wear to the gym. <laughs> Seriously. You can afford those uh, polo shirts, but you can't afford like $10 gym shorts from Walmart. Come on now. So then the ones working out with the cargo shorts, and then next time we come in the gym, it's like two of them. They're like multiplying. (laughs) (laughs) The cargo crew. The cargo crew. We like it. There's going to be like eight of them. They're all going to be taking up the ellipticals and treadmills, and then you're really going to want to kill them. (laughs) Oh, geez. Um, But guys, it's it's a celebration because uh, my grades have been posted, and I passed all my finals. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I'm officially graduated. You're wicked smart. Heck yeah! (laughs) (laughs) What show number is this? I don't even know. But this is the graduation edition. (laughs) Yes, it is. (laughs) That's all that matters. Holly kicked so much ass this semester. This has been a a long road for you. Yeah. (laughs) It's a long, hard road out of hell. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then I love, <laughs> then I love when I'm like, oh, it's finally over with. And then someone says, well, it doesn't have to be over. No, fucking does have to be <laughs> over. Stop. Right. Shut the hell. Somebody always got to say something. I know. Like, cargo shorts. <laughs> this. <Cool. laughs> people just like give me something. You know what though? If there wasn't so many stupid people, who would we like? We would have nobody to make fun of. That's true. And go to no Holly's one. Facebook feed. They're the. I don't know where the fuck these people. Next came time from. I'm bored, I'm gonna like go on your feed and I'm just gonna start random arguments <laughs> with morons that comment dumb shit. <laughs> It'd be easy, man. I love how you and Casey tag teamed some posts. Yeah, eating right? teeth bigger. Why don't you eat a salad? Like, who are you talking to right now? <laughs> right. Why'd you go play the saxophone? She's just mad because you're not fat. <laughs> you go play the She's like, you're pretty and fat. I hate you. You need a cheeseburger. You're too skinny. <laughs> go um, play the saxophone. She looks amazing. <laughs> That's what Kenny G plays, right? Oh, no, he plays the clarinet. <laughs> <laughs> you look like a man. <sighs> she does, though. Anyway, congratulations, Holly. Congratulations. Everybody raise your glass. Torture is over. Yep. Jazz. 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 Yes, you can't even hear the clink. Clink. Clink, clink, clink. Weird. You're like slamming down on the table. Chug, 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 chug. That was the sound of my beer sign hitting water. the table. All right, so let's jump into some weirdness. Later on around 10... Our pal Kirsten will be calling um, with some uh, conspiracy theories on Titanic. It's not Titanic. It's Titanic. But she'll be calling around ten. So, Okay. So according to TimeInc.net, women are waking up to the find their hair has been cut off. Some are blaming witches. This is my worst nightmare. I know, right? I think that's every girl's worst nightmare. Some psychiatrists believe the stories may be due to mass hysteria. Lucknow, India. Police are investigating a mysterious raft of attacks in which Indian women say they are waking up to find someone has chopped off their hair and left it neatly on their pillows. Well, that was nice. 
Um, <laughs> Blew it back on. <laughs> now you can place. You can have layers. Place it wherever you want. <laughs> a top official in northern Utah, uh, Pradesh State, excuse me, uh, said Friday that police have been advised have advised people not to believe or spread rumors following the death of 65 year old woman who was beaten by a mob on suspicion that she was a witch responsible for their hair cutting. Anad Kumar said village committees have been ordered to squash I'm sorry, this story rumors about ghosts or witches cutting off women's braids. Police are investigating the claims. Uh, similar complaints have been have come from neighboring um Hari, Hari, excuse me, Haryana and Delhi suburbs. Uh, police officials said they have spread fear that the hair could be used to cast spells. In some places in Utah Pradesh, uh, parents were keeping children indoors after school. Within days, it has spread to areas like uh, around Delhi and western Utah. Uh, now, almost every day, police are getting complaints from women about this unknown ghost. The women come to the police station with their braids, telling stories of how someone had cut off their hair. Some psychiatrists believe the stories may be due to mass hysteria or hallucination. Ghosts do not cut the braids of women. This is mischief, nothing else. Well, thanks, dude. Uh, a psychiatrist um, at America College in uh, Agra. So, the mass hysteria comment sounds like it comes from a sexist misogynist saying, Oh, women! That's a thing. It's got you to nut. You're cutting each other's braids off because you're nuts and you're jealous of each other's hair. You can't get in a good braid. Crazy women. Now you're all going to get hacked <laughs> you've been hacked <laughs> that should be like somebody should leave a little slip of paper hashtag hacked the nightly hacker <laughs> the night hacker oh man somebody call the indian press because we just <laughs> someone called the indian press <laughs> let me get that i gotta speed down <laughs> we just came up with the best headline ever you've been hacked how about that <laughs> <laughs> As Americans do. <laughs> See, the weird thing is I thought this story was going to be, because uh, who was it? Um, it? Was it Chris Rock who actually did? No, it wasn't. Um, it was. No, it was. It was some comedian who actually um, did a documentary about hair and how important it is to women. And there were hair thieves in India who just cut like run up to random women and cut off their hair and sell it for extensions. Man, you'd be getting a beating for me. Right. I'm sure. <laughs> but to leave the hair there, like snip. Yeah. There you go. That's just cruel. <laughs> yeah. She goes, there you go. There you go. I would think it's more of like, bitch, look, I just cut off your hair and now you have to stare at your hair that you don't have no more. Right. <laughs> Take that. I the just... ultimate revenge. Looking at your past. Looking at your past. <laughs> now look in the mirror at your ugly ass future. Mm, your present and your past. Mass hysteria. Mm-hmm. You're all just freaking out. The hair, like uh, this. Just one sentence is good enough for these these people. Like, I what's a know. ghost gonna do with your hair, though? You know, That's and it just leaves it there. And if it was a witch, wouldn't she take your hair so she could, like, I don't know, do some weird voodoo to like torture you or whatever? Like, right. I think this is that's like, what Supernatural taught me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like some sort of like a bunch of kids being assholes. Like, oh, they're all going to believe it was witches and ghosts because 
that's our town. I mean, <laughs> I, I agree park. with you, Jess. I think that they would just take the hair with them. I don't think that they would leave they it there. Like, I feel bad. Here, sorry. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Here's I your hair back. <laughs> oh, God. I said not to do a spell on you. Why do I keep doing this? <laughs> I'm just going to leave it right here. It's okay. <laughs> Maybe it's a political statement. <laughs> Can't help myself. <laughs> I see it and it's got to go, that snake on your head. <sighs> Forgive me. Yeah, I don't know. Because it, the article doesn't even state like why there would be speculation about witches. And what's up with that 65-year-old woman who was, what, she got beaten by a mob after suspicion that she was a witch responsible for the haircutting? See, that's that's what rumors do. And that's where like, oh, guys, like, cool it with the rumors because people are getting beat wrongfully. So thankfully, um, in India, they put a stop to shit like that. Which is nice. Um, so, no, I don't think it's mass hysteria. I do not think it's witches. I think it's just a, a group of just, like, mischievous teens or something. I don't know. People up to no good, but I don't think there's any um, cultist or occultist um, anything like that behind it. Really don't. Maybe it's like a ri- rival tribe. And they like come over in the middle of the night and snip all the chick's hair off. Because isn't hair supposed to be sacred to them? Right. You know, and they're like. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Or it could be just a political statement. Like maybe they feel unrest. Kind of like how we hang the American flag upside down. They start cutting off women's hair. Which is very <laughs> precious to them. So it's like. I don't know. Indian women do have some beautiful hair. Hell yeah, they do. Remember when um, some weirdo came into my work um, at the salon and he was like a creeper and we actually had to call the cops because he we, we had to file a police report. And then what they told us, do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Because they were like, well, people have been casing uh, salons and going in there uh, to try to steal fake hair to sell. <laughs> yeah. Believe it. And I'm like, what? And then they said something about pony hair. Like, people cutting the hair off ponies. Damn. And selling that. <laughs> For extensions. I believe it. I've worn that cheap yakky hair. I think it's from I'm a really, yak. like, pony hair was a thing. Pony glue is a thing. <laughs> yeah, Do they dark. use that glue for the extensions? I was like, well, at least the hair will grow back. Pony glue, I think that's just taking a horse and grinding it up. (laughs) Right. Mm. You can't put together a horse after it's been ground up. That would just (laughs) look weird. A big old pony mold of ground pony. Horse hair is kind of coarse, isn't it? Very. Yeah. Well, so is that yak hair, too. Oh, you got that pony hair? Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The hat and shit. I'm about to run like the wind. It's giving me horsepower and everything. It's like this long mane, like where you like throw it over your shoulder. I just imagine it like coming to America when he had that uh what was it called? His hairline thing. Um, oh soul glow. Yeah, like soul glow. That just soul glow. Pony glow. Pony glow. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I'm a handsome woman. Like a You never seen it coming to America? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. When he was like his uh, 
What was that? What kind of hairstyle was that? Jerry curl? Yeah, Jerry curl. Yeah. His hair is all greasy and gross. Yeah. Speak for yourself. <laughs> Casey, I'm sorry. I forgot you were dating him. Mm-hmm. Like I thought it was sexy. <laughs> don't tell Anna Ferris is a, what was it, Chris Pratt? Yeah. Don't you tell don't Chris Pratt though. You didn't know his name. She wants a little bit out of all the jars. <laughs> <laughs> the jars. <laughs> Her jars of men. She, well, she's the Her witch. variety. Is she a witch now? She keeps men in jars. I'm talking about you. <laughs> Me? I'm not cutting nobody's I'm talking about off. You 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 didn't you didn't soul glow. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> And Chris Pratt. Damn. Best of both worlds. Man, I'm a whore. <laughs> and I'm not even having sex right now. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, Poor Wait, Chris. you're joking about not <laughs> So. She's like, never mind. Melon heads. Hmm? Let's talk about it. Michigan monsters. Beware the melon heads of Saga Tuck. So this is actually an urban legend. Uh, a, a Michigan urban lemon, uh, lemon, lemon. Uh, <laughs> okay, so in Saga Tech, Michigan, we're continuing our special series of reports called Monsters. This is WWMT.com. Uh, this week, we're taking a look at a mysterious creature that is unique to West Michigan. They're called melon heads. These little people with large heads are said to creep around the woods of Allegan County. Stories of their origin differ. But one thing's for sure, they've scared a lot of people. I can see if you're there by yourself or with another person and you hear something you're not used to hearing, your imagination will start to run away with you. Or it could be a melon head. You have to see these things. It looks like... Oh. For the rest of the week, this morning, watch if you dare. We're continuing our special series of reports, Michigan Monsters. Today, we're taking a look at a mysterious creature unique to West Michigan. News Channel 3's Aaron Demick joins us with who you should watch out for. Good morning, Aaron. Good morning, Kirk. They're called melon heads. These little people with large heads are said (laughs) to creep around the woods of Allegan County. Stories of how they got there differ, but one thing's for sure. They've scared a lot of people. (laughs) Look how they show the dead end sign. I can kind of see if you're there by yourself or with one other person and you start hearing noises that you're not used to hearing, that your imagination will start to run wild with you. Or it could be a melon head. (laughs) (laughs) So this thing disappeared on screen and it's got this two giant lumps in a head and a really small face. You do hear stories of older people that said, well, back when I was a teenager in the 1950s, uh, you know, we would be out and we'd see glowing eyes in the woods or we might see something. Some people believe the melon heads live in an underground series of tunnels, sometimes (laughs) jumping out to attack people or eat them. There are lots oh of different God. stories about how these little <laughs> monsters got here. It looks like pumpkin they head. That's it what does. it looks like. Who have it's a real condition. Excess yeah, you assholes. The brain causes the head to grow. The stories say the melon-headed children lived at an asylum near the Felt Mansion. And there was a doctor that was there. And so he had the children and he started conducting experiments on them. The melon head. Well, here we go down the rabbit hole. <laughs> killing him, eating him, and going into the woods where they supposedly are today. 
Scott Kuykendale of the Allegan County Historical Society says there's no hard evidence that any of this ever happened. There was never an asylum in the area. However, there was a prison. It's fun if you look at the stories and look at the time frames. It kind of fits into what the fears were at the time. There could be a more simple explanation. The Felt Mansion was once used as a Catholic school, and that caused some tension. The local <laughs> them as melon heads because they were considered smarter. It was a negative, obviously. Uh, they thought that they came from money oh, and that head. they were rich and they <laughs> had big heads because they were so smart. It seems that every town has a scary story to tell, and that can get people interested in the world around them. So for us, it's it's fantastic because we're able to draw them in with the interest of the paranormal, and at the same time, they're able to learn about the history of the county. <laughs> there you have it. I went to Elgin County, and all I got was this really shitty melon head shirt. <laughs> have I never seen the show Little Women? Yeah. No. <laughs> the show? Yeah. Huh. You never seen Little Women? The show? Yeah. I didn't know there was a show. Maybe I'm thinking of the books. Am I thinking of the books? I've seen the movie. Yeah, I read the book. You never seen a show on DLC know. Little One? Smoked way oh, too much weed to remember all no, that. No, but I know what you're talking about. Are you talking about into- the. Are we talking about midges? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They prefer little people, Casey. Well, I'm. Mean- <laughs> with you. Are you trying to say what I think you're trying to say? <laughs> no. What? No. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that back. They're saying this happened back in the fifties. Maybe they didn't see a lot of like little people back then. Oh, I see. Weird, but I mean, like the way they look, like it could have been like I don't know. Maybe they were doing some Chernobyl type experiments. Who knows? But um. Uh, there was probably like one kid in the town in the fifties with like a genetic defect, and like everybody started this big urban legend and just became the like fishery. It looked like what's that one movie with Cher and her son, with the giant face? I have no idea. Oh my god! Mm. Like why am I blanking out on everything? It's a Monday, right? Nobody's brain functions. Cher well, face kid. Know. God, there's somebody out there going, I know it. Um, mask. Mask. Hmm. Yep. So, yeah, that's that's what it kind of looks like. And, um, yeah. And he oh, has a, yeah, yeah. He has a genetic defect, which, um... You know, if that's the case, then that poor kid. But, um. Yeah. How how would you like to live in a town where <laughs> it's not Sasquatch that you, you're biggest scared? It's like, yeah, we'll come to my town. We got melonheads. <laughs> Is that like airheads or like <coughs> metalheads? Is that like somebody who's like, what's melon? Is that a new genre of music? No, man, it's melonheads. These freaky big headed children they're gonna eat you alive. And their brains are huge. That is not, a, not that's not a badass thing you wanna say. That's not even badass. 
No, and I love I love that video just because it was so over the top Serious, ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, the music and everything. Amazing satire. <clears throat> and the little head yeah. thing pops up and he jumps out of the bush all dramatic like. <laughs> Those cats were serious too, man. They're like, we're scary. We're not even leaving the studio. These melon heads are for real. This is why we don't let people walk out in the parking lot by themselves because of melon heads. <laughs> why did I think that was just a Michigan thing? Michigan, we got these melon heads. <laughs> Michigan needs something. They only survive in Michigan. <laughs> Nick, that we, need, we, we need something. We got Detroit and Flint. <laughs> Detroit is scared of melon heads. I mean, they're like, but we also yeah. think it might be because people were too smart and we didn't like them. Right. <laughs> it's so okay. Melon head came up. Men thought that, uh, well, what was it? Back in the 1800s, they thought that women were stupid because our brains actually weigh less and have a little less mass than men's brains. So they figured that's why women were so stupid and that they weren't smart. They were like just as smart as children. That's weird. Cause like, I mean, I know the brain probably weighs different, but when it comes to the head, like everyone's head weighs approximately eight pounds. Right. Oops. Right. So weird. I did not know that. Yeah. I read it. I don't know. I had like some women's class in high school and that was like part of it. And how I remember that, I have no idea. But anyway, that happened because people are dumb. I'm shaking my head. Sometimes yeah. I can't. I don't remember that people can't hear my facial expression. I'm going to narrate. <laughs> <laughs> He's crossing her eyes, shaking her head. <laughs> I don't know. Looking brain dead right now. <laughs> So, ladies and gentlemen, if you have any information about the melon heads, don't burp like I just did. <laughs> <laughs> Call your local authorities. I want the guy. Whatever happened to the guy from Unsolved Mysteries? Probably retired. I Means he's dead. Uh, they never solved. No, he's not dead. They never solved um, the mystery of his son, though. That's why he went into. Uh, he had like the best voice for that. Yeah, he did. Yeah, it was definitely a, like a a labor of love for him. Unsolved mysteries was because his son went missing. John Walsh, that's who it is. Um, I don't think they ever found John Walsh's son. What are, what happened to him? I'm about to find out. <clears throat> sometimes we really off the cuff this show, and by sometimes I mean ninety percent of the time. Um. Do do do. Oh, oh, yeah. It was soft. Uh, he died. Um, the murder of Adam Walsh uh, was an American boy who was abducted from a Sears department store uh, at the Hollywood uh, Mall in Hollywood, Florida, on July twenty seventh, nineteen eighty one. His severed head was found two weeks later in a drainage canal along Florida's Turnpike in rural Saint Lucie County. I'm sorry. I'm just making sure like this is the person like, I want to read about. Yeah, his father, John Walsh. Okay. Um, so, yes, they did find him. His death earned national publicity. His story was made into a 1983 television film called Adam. Um, and that is, of course, where we get code Adam from. Uh, seen by 38 million people in its original airing, his father, John Walsh, became an advocate for vi- victims of violent crimes and was the host of the television program America's Most Wanted. 
Uh, convicted serial killer Otis Toole confessed to Adams' murder but was never convicted for this specific crime due to loss of evidence and recanted confession. Toole died in prison of liver failure on September 15, 1996. Although no new evidence has come forth, on December 16, 2008, police announced that the Walsh case was closed as they were satisfied that Toole was the murderer. So he went dis- he w- disappeared because somebody abducted him and then chopped his head off and they found it. Yep, in the drainage canal alongside Florida's Turnpike. How old was the the boy? Um, uh, well, he was born in seventy four, died in eighty one. So seven, right? Am I doing the math right here? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. mm-hmm. crazy. It's very and then what year no did he do um, America's Most Wanted? Uh, he started uh, 1988. Creepiest intro music ever. Oh, I know, right? Yeah. But that's awesome that, you know, his show, I mean, helped solve so many crimes. It's crazy because there was nothing like that before on television Mm -mm. ever. No. You know, like if you have any information, like, hey, people at home are like, I know that guy. I know that guy. Boom, boom, busting people left and right. He did better than forensics did. Um, Remember when they used to do the updates? Your tips. You know. Oh yeah, and that used to scare me too, just the way they did the update. <laughs> yeah. This person has been arrested. Right. Oh my god, I looked up America's Most Wanted music and Tupac came up. That's not the one we wanted. <laughs> I love me some Tupac. Gone too soon. Gone too soon. Here we go. Is this it? <laughs> I don't think no. that's it. Am I getting people jamming out? <laughs> <laughs> Unsolved mysteries that we're looking at, right? Oh, it makes sense. Oh. I think it changed throughout the years. I think I'm thinking of unsolved mysteries. That's what I originally said too. Yeah. I thought it was. Oh. I thought he was the one who did unsolved mysteries. But oh yeah, who does? Why am I crazy? Did unsolved oh. mysteries. Now I'm all confused. You're not crazy. I think I. I'm mistaken. I thought he did bit. unsolved mysteries. My dad, America's most. Wanted. Oh uh, yeah, Ro- Robert Stack. Oh yeah, I totally went off on a different thing. Is yes. that the guy who had the son? Who no, had, no. That mm. oh, so that wasn't unsolved mysteries then. You're I'm right. getting my people confused. No, look up that one. Like what happened? Like something I think happened to his. What happened too. to actor Robert Stack in 1988? He made a comeback on the small screen as an authoritative um, host of Unsolved Mysteries, which he stayed with until 2002. He died of heart failure after suffering from prostate cancer on May 14th, 2003. Um, and 
A serial killer who died more than a decade ago is the person who decapitated the six-year-old son of America's Most Wanted host. But what about... All they want you to know about the Unsolved Mysteries guy was he lived and died. Yeah, because I... Because that in and of itself is an unsolved mystery. (laughs) Who he was and where he came from. Because when you put in Unsolved Mysteries host son, just the other guy comes up. Hmm. Well... If you have any information about the host of Unsolved Mysteries, you can call 248-579-5260. Yeah, I could never watch that show alone. No, it's too creepy. Even just the intro music was creepy. Super creepy. (laughs) But it was good. Now I'm looking up all this stuff. But now, you know, I'm thinking about intro music and how she said that was the freakiest intro. Weird. We have five minutes, around five minutes before Kirsten calls in. Um, So according to the mirror.co.uk, man jailed for 10 years after he shoots his lover in the genitals by accident. During a hotel drink and drug fueled sex game, <laughs> David Jeffers claimed he found the shotgun in Weathers Weatherspoon's uh, toilet. A man had been jailed after he caused life changing injuries to his female lover after a bizarre sexual fantasy involving a shotgun went dra- dra- <laughs> disastrously wrong. I guess so. Uh, the sexual fantasy was a loaded shotgun placed in the victim's vagina and mistakenly fired. What the uh. fuck is wrong with you people? David Jeffries fled from a Manchester hotel, leaving his partner dying on a bed with injuries to her bladder and female reproductive organs. The 46-year-old victim, who cannot be named for legal reasons, had informed Jeffries of her sexual desires via text message a few days ago uh, prior to the incident with one message saying, I can't sleep. So excited. Jeffers claimed to have found the antique shotgun in the toilet of Weatherspoon's pub at Leeds train station. Um... The victim, who worked as a manager in Stockport, Grand Manchester, uh, had arranged and paid for Jeffers to stay with her at the Britannia Hotel. On the evening of January 30th, the couple consumed cocaine and alcohol before engaging in sexual activity. Sometime after the weapon was inserted into the victim's genital area, where it was agreed Jeffers' hand was on the trigger at the time it went off, as his victim lay naked on the bed, Jeffers dressed himself and fled the hotel via a rear exit after phoning reception and telling a manager that a female had been shot. He then made his way to the train station where he was caught. He caught a train to Leeds. Um, a hotel employee went to the room shared by the couple and heard the victim say, I am in agony. I am going to die. She was rushed to the Manchester Royal Infirmary with multiple shotgun pellets in the abdomen and received uh, significant trauma injuries. Uh, the victim received emergency surgery and is recovering from life-changing injuries. Oh, dude, just let me die. She's <clears throat> she's alive. Yep. Was it was a shotgun? Yep. Wow, I'm surprised she's alive. Yep. Uh, I don't want to be alive. Like literally, if there isn't a plug, make one and then pull it. Yep. 
Good. Yep. And that close in range, and she lived from a shotgun in the vagina. It blew her Ugh. insides out. Mm-mm. Let me die. Yep. He was going to stand trial for attempted murder, pleaded guilty to possession of a firearm with intent to endanger life after it emerged that the victim had agreed to take part in an act as a part of her own sexual fantasy. What the fuck are you... What? Wait, what? <laughs> what? Have you ever fantasized about a dude sticking a shotgun in your badge and firing? Nope. Why are you quiet, Holly? Because <laughs> I, I kept like clearing judging. my throat in the mic, and I was oh. like, if I talk again, I'm going to want to clear my throat. I'm Sorry. judging you. <laughs> no, I was actually thinking. Uh, Sorry. So he claims that she was a willing participant. Yes. Is that what he's, and then she's claiming that that's not true. No, I mean, uh, huh. I think she's she is claiming that. Um, Oh, wait. Okay. The weapon, as described by both the victim and the defendant, was some sort of shotgun, blah, blah, blah. Uh, let's see. It being discharged was not by a. My vagina hurts. Oh. All right. <laughs> Just thinking about it. Ow. I got vagina sympathy over here. It doesn't say. I mean, it seems like she was, she ex- said, yeah, it was a sexual fantasy of mine, but I didn't mean want him to pull the trigger. He's like, baby, it's about real big. Can't use it anymore. Boop. Going out with a bang. <laughs> It'll be like, our final shot. Boom. <laughs> Damn. You know what I think about that? This. There we go. Oh my god, that's music. Yeah. <laughs> this is an update. Did he do it? Did he? <laughs> Did he do it? Did she like it? I don't know. Did he like it? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> On the next watch list. <laughs> you little freaks. Boom. <laughs> You know when you heard this in another room, you're like, ah, oh, I know, scary. but I gotta watch. You've got a caller. Oh, we do. Perfect. Dinner. Dinner, dinner, dinner. Hello, Kirsten. <laughs> <laughs> you're on Unsolved Mysteries. <laughs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> Would you let a dude? Put a shotgun in your vagina and pull the trigger. No, 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 nope, nope, nope. Now, if that happened, <laughs> would you just want to die? What if if that happened? What would you just want them to let you die? Would you want to survive that? I mean, really? I would not. No, no. If someone did that to me, then I would hope that the intent would be to kill me. Right. If you shoot me, you better kill me. Yeah. <laughs> so, did I call and you're live right now and that's what you're talking about? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. Just checking. No, so, she's just curious. It kind of felt like. <laughs> <laughs> so, the answer to that is a resounding shit no. <laughs> no, we're actually and, playing girl yeah. talk and this was the, the <laughs> truth or dare. <laughs> 
This was the okay. deer, and they wanted to stick a shotgun in my vagina, and I'm like, I don't know, Holly. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but, anyways, so, and we did make the announcement earlier that you wanted to talk. Well, first of all, you are in a Titanic production, correct? Yes, I am. Um, I just got out of rehearsal, actually, for it. Um, it's Titanic the Musical in uh, Rochester, Michigan, at Avon Players. And um, it's a musical. It's a really cool show. It came out about six months. No, it came out about a year before the movie came out. And it won the Tony for Best Musical six months before the movie came out. So, um, I mean, everybody that I tell about the mu- uh, tell about the musical automatically asks, well, who's Jack and who's Rose and who's singing the Celine Dion song? And the answer is no one, no one. And absolutely no one <laughs> right um but it's a really cool show it focuses a lot on the real people that were on the ship like the unsinkable um, molly brown molly brown is actually not in the show and i'm not sure if it was because of life it was like life you know her, her life story licensing or anything Probably. or because there's already a musical written about molly brown um oh. but there's a lot of like a lot of the the actual crew members on the ship like um, the telegraph operator, Harold Bride, who was a young man, and he um, he was a really important person on the ship. Uh, and who else? Fleet, the lookout, like uh, and Barrett, who's one of the stokers in the boiler room. They're all really important characters. You've got like Ismay, who owns the white, who is the owner of the ship from the White Star Line. You've got Andrews, who designed the ship. You've got the Captain. Um, and there's the cool thing about this production of the show is um, it's a version of the show where normally there would be about 45 people on stage playing or everyone plays one part or, the, you know, the chorus plays a couple different parts. That's it. Whereas this show, this version that we're doing is an ensemble production where there are 21 actors and we all play multiple roles. So... I'm playing a second class character who's sort of a combination of a couple of real second class um, passengers um, named Al. And my character's name is Alice Bean. And I'm like obsessed with the first class celebrities and I'm like trying to intrude on their party all the time. Mm. And you've got like some third class Irish folks who are just trying to get over to the new world. Um, And fun fact, all of the, the three girls who are the Irish, the, the Capes, because all the Irish girls are named Capes, they all play about five other characters in the show. They play first class characters. They play serving staff. They oh, play nice. a couple of different first class characters. It's pretty cool. So, so it's basically about all the walks of life that uh, yeah. met their death, and not just on Grimm, uh, on the Titanic. Yeah, it's there's... Yeah, people from all all walks of life, and it's really, like, when I first found out that they were doing the show, I started looking up all the information that I, all the information that I could about it, and some things that interested me were things like, um, why was there such a fiasco with the lifeboats? Why did they only have that many lifeboats? Right. Um, and if you listen to the Shot of History episode that I was, that actually is coming out tomorrow, um, on oh, August 8th, episode 71, I think, is going to be about, uh, I talk about the Titanic and the lifeboats and a couple of other um, 
major things that, that led to that tragedy. Um, because here's but, the universal truth. It doesn't matter what walk of life we come from, no matter how much money we make, we're all going to die. Uh, yeah. We're all yep. going to die. Everybody. And Have you ever seen, uh, are you a Metalocalypse fan? Am I a what? Oh, I've watched it, yeah. Nathan, are you talking about the episode where he does the speech? Oh, yeah, where he gives the speech at a college. Like, he's Harvard supposed to be, <laughs> yeah, he's supposed to be inspirational. He's like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what I say. It doesn't matter what you graduated for <laughs> or, or what your degree is in. You're all going to die. You, yep. you, you. Yes, you're going to die. You're going to die. I'm going to die. We're all going to die. You too, lady. You die. Go yep. forth and die. Yep. Um, so. And uh, so, so yeah, there's, I mean, there's some people who are in the, in the show. They're like characters that you can, like, you can look them up and you can see, you know, oh, did they live or die? And if you wanted to do that beforehand, you could. But, um. Ooh. I'm going to keep some of that surprise. But yeah, one thing when I was looking up information about the show uh, and and about about the show and about the tragedy was that there's a buttload of conspiracy theories. Um, um, Well, uh, (laughs) given given our time constraint, um, give us one that you think is totally ludicrous in your opinion and one that you are totally behind. Or a bore oh, behind. Um, well, in the in the shot of history episode that I'm on tomorrow, I talk pretty heavily about a new theory that popped up about the fire in the coal bunker um, beforehand. So, if you want, so I'm going to hold off on that. But basically, the the gist of it is, um, and I'm I'm pretty strongly behind this, and it's not really a conspiracy theory so much as it is a new theory about what led to the crash, um, but the gist is that there was a, a fire, a smoldering fire in the coal bunker for several weeks before Titanic actually left the port and before it, for a couple of weeks before it even got to Southampton. Um, and that, that weakened some of the integrity of the ship. Um, but I go a lot into, into a lot more detail about it on the shot of history episode. So I'm going to leave that one. Um, but the, there's, there's a couple um, and I, only have a little bit of information on one of them, which is that there's a there's some people who think that the Titanic was cursed by an Egyptian mummy sarcophagus that was on that was on board because there was one like you can like look at the inventory and there was one being transported on in the cargo. So they think that, you know, of course, it's like that was the that was the reason why it sank was the curse of the mummy's tomb, basically. Um, you think that's ludicrous? I do, yes. <laughs> um, there's, let's see, there's a couple that have a little more, you could see why people would think that they would maybe believe this. Uh, one is that uh, J.P. Morgan actually directed the whole thing and caused the crash, Um because J.P. Morgan was trying to start the Federal Reserve. He was trying to start, like, the, the central bank. And he, the Federal Reserve, and he was in favor of it, obviously. He did not go on the, on the Titanic. The three other richest men in the world were, um, were on that ship, or at least the richest in the world or the richest in America were on that ship. John Jacob Astor... Um, Benjamin Guggenheim and Isidore Strauss 
and their net worth was something like the American, the modern equivalent of like $11 billion. So the, remember and, how I, I speculated mob hit? That, so that basically, really basically hit. like <laughs> that, well, they got on and they were opposed to the, uh, the Federal Reserve. And so they, you know, the idea was that J.P. Morgan backed out and caused this whole thing to happen because he was actually in some way, shape or form in part an owner of the White Star Line. Like, um, and so the idea was that he orchestrated the whole thing so that anybody who opposed it, any of his major competitors who opposed it would, would go down with the ship. But like I, the fact that like, I don't know, I, that one seems to me more ludicrous than the other one that I'm about to talk about, but because he like one person being in charge of all of that and one person saying that and everyone just kind of going along with it, it doesn't make any sense to me. Um, and I don't know. It just, when it comes to conspiracy theories, it's always about, you know, it, the reason why so many of them seem ludicrous is because it's a numbers issue. Like three people in a room can't keep a secret. So why would this many people be in on a conspiracy and be able to keep it a secret? Yeah. Um, so are, are you buying, are you buying just it, the good old fashioned, Hey, shit happens. They hit an iceberg. Um, basically. And there's a whole bunch of other things that factored into why, like it was really just a series, a, a series of unfortunate events like that one book or like that one series. Um, but it's a, it's really just kind of a combination of crazy things that happened. And I think, and I believe that in part it was the, um, the fire that was going on in the coal bunker. Um, and that's getting a little bit more credence now, but people are still not really willing to believe it because they kind of just want to, I don't, I don't know. They don't, some people think that there's enough evidence to suggest that the coal bunker theory is true. Some people think that it's ridiculous and I'm leaning towards it myself because it makes a lot of sense. Um, and, and either way, I mean, we'll never really know. No, no, we we never will, frankly. And I mean, eyewitness testimony is notoriously unreliable. And I mean, all these people were highly suggestible. So there were like some things that they said in testimony that, you know, how much of that could really hold up because of everything they'd gone through and how traumatized they were. Um, but the other one, that's a big one that I watched a 45 minute documentary on, and I read several articles about it. And I Basically, I it almost had me convinced for about five minutes, and then I was like, "No, I nope. The numbers are just too big." Was that there's this theory that it was not actually the Titanic that sank; that it was the Olympic, which was the sister ship to the Titanic. What? Um, so, so that the was at the bottom of the ocean is not Titanic; it is the correct. sister ship. The hell. So. That's, so here's how that works. Um, so a few months, like a month or two before Titanic was going to be launched, um, Olympic was doing a trial run. Um, and Captain Smith, who had, who was also the captain of the Titanic, was like in charge on the Olympic. And it, they ran it too close to another like a small boat 
or another small ship or something. And that small vessel got sucked into the propellers of the Olympic. And basically the entire back end of the Olympic was wrecked. Um, the, The keel was bent. It was all out of whack. And Andrews, who had built the ship, was who had designed the ship, was like, we have to basically like cut this in half and throw away the back end and completely redo it. Um, and there's a theory that says they were basically like, how about no? How about we just give it a new paint job and repair it as best we can and call and put the Titanic nameplate over it? And launch that. And Captain Smith, since you were in charge, you're going to be the one responsible for crashing the ship. And um, you can, you know, we'll we'll put some lifeboats on there, but you won't really need very many lifeboats because there will be other ships. We're going to send out this, these other ships out there with you. And they'll see your rockets and that you'll send up when you're in distress and they'll come and pick you up and it'll be fine. So you don't need that many lifeboats. So that's one theory about the lifeboats too. What's the name uh, of this that documentary? That's why they didn't have enough. Because um, they would have needed like 56 lifeboats to save everyone and they had 20. What What is the name um, of this documentary? This, I watched this on YouTube. Um, you can, what did I look up? I don't remember what I looked up. I can't remember to save my life. Um, but basically, if you, of course I can't, but like basically if you look up Titanic conspiracy theories and you go on, on the Wikipedia page, they talk about it and you can find it on there. Um, and I think I even just looked up on YouTube, like Titanic conspiracy theory and it popped right up. Um, the, there's a book that was written about it called The Ship That Never Sank. And that's by a historian named Gardner. Gardner. And Gardner the ship that is never sank. really the ship that never sank. Hmm. Well, we uh, are probably going to try to look up this documentary and um, yeah. make our own assessments about it. Because as of right now, just based on just loosely based on the the, the small amount of information that I have um, via the speculations made you know, from the theories that you've given me, I'm still going with the good old fashioned shit happens. Uh, right. <laughs> I'm sure you are too, but it is fun to think about just like, um, you know, we talk about the shining code and did Stanley yeah. Kubrick have a, a hand in staging the moon landing. I mean, you shouldn't get angry at, you know, um, different trains of thought, um, because you should be entertained and you should question everything. So, um, right. And, when, yeah, when is the uh, production uh, going on? Production is going up September 8th through the 23rd. And that's, uh, so those three weekends. And tickets are available at avonplayers.org. Avonplayers.org. A-V-O-N? Mm-hmm. Correct. Okay. And tickets are anywhere from 20 to 20, 20 to $22 a piece. Um, and it's a really, it's it's a, looks like a it's kind of a weird location it looks kind of like a triangle and like but it's really cool like you go inside and you look at the stage and you look at the set and everything and they it's a cool little theater it's a cool space the lighting is always killer um and the people there love what they do and they put on a hell of a show wonderful now 
in in this play, I, I don't want to give away any spoilers, but are are we <laughs> are we on board? <laughs> that was a, a ship uh, pun. Are we on board <laughs> with um the the good old fashioned shit happens scenario? It's the good old it's the good old fashioned shit happens, and there's kind of uh, it, it basically it's it's the whole Titanic mythos that you like come to know and love, let's say, um, like where Ismay, even though he is painted in, even though in real life, he was not as slimy and like gross a person as he's portrayed in the movie and the musical, in the musical, they portray him as the classic villain who's like, Oh, let's just make everything go faster. And we want to impress all the first class and blah, blah, blah. Right. So um, it goes with the good old fashioned thing and they pepper in like all sorts of little reasons why, you know, why the ship sank. And at the end, people are like, oh, if only, if only, if only. Um, so it's really cool. We just staged, uh, we, we finished uh, blocking tonight and we just blocked the opening. Oh, man. And we just blocked the ending last night, which was really intense because it was all of the who gets on the lifeboats who doesn't get on the lifeboats who's being dragged across the platform screaming toward the lifeboat um so it gets really intense but there's some really light moments um there's there's some fun things in there i sing this whole like fast-paced gossipy song to my husband at the beginning about all the people in the first class who are getting on board so oh very fun it sounds great um Give me the dates and times uh, once again. Yep, that is September 8th through the 23rd at Avon Players. And you can get tickets at avonplayers.org. And what city is this? So, what city? Oh, sorry. It is in Rochester, Michigan. Okay. All it's right. Over at, uh, it's over on about 25 miles between, I'm thinking, between Rochester and De- uh, DeQuinder. Very cool. Well, I'm very happy for you, and it's going to be a hell of a production. Guys, get out there and see it. 20 to $22 a ticket. That ain't shit for a nice weekend. See some Titanic. And it is Titanic, right? Not Titanic, like I keep wanting to say. <laughs> Correct. There's there's only two T's in Titanic. There's not three T's. <laughs> say it again. Say it real slow. Titanic. Titanic. A Titanic? Yes. <laughs> Come, sad that Ooh, um, Sounds like a giant also, fake teeth. Also, check out a book called The Wreck of the Titan. Um, it came out in like 1898, and it was surmised that that was like one thing that conspiracy theorists like to, to look at is, well, that's the that's where J.P. Morgan got the idea to sink the Titanic was from reading The Wreck of the Titan. Mm, girl. So check that out. Lots of similar circumstances. Well, thank you so very much for the yeah. the conspiracy theory insight. We do appreciate that here on the watch list. Thank you yeah. so much, Kirsten. And you have thank a wonderful you for night. Me. And hey, break a leg, lady. Kill it. Thanks. All right, love you. Love you. Have a good night. You too. Bye-bye. I think that we are going to go and take a 10-minute break. And when we come back. Um <laughs> What were we gonna talk about? Oh yeah. Well well nobody's getting their vagina shot, I'll tell you that one. <laughs> Alright, see ya. Hey, welcome back to the watch list, everybody. 
Um, this might be one of the only times that I report from BET.com, but I, come on, guys. Like, the R. Kelly sex cult scandal. What? Oh, yeah. He's got some... Sex cult? Hell, yeah. Hmm. So, a couple <laughs> women came forward and said that they were enslaved into an R. Kelly sex cult. And they were, they were actually, like, they had to... They were kidnapped or something, and, like, R. Kelly had put out a request that, you know, looking for, like, sex slaves... Huh. <laughs> that were supposed to be like in good health, young, you know, whatever, whatever. <clears throat> I wonder what the details of being a sex slave are. He has Get so many astonishes. <laughs> He's weird, but I like I totally buy it. I'm like, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Well, he likes peeing on 14 year olds. Mm, so, I can't believe he's still walking around a free man. Uh, here's what happened at R. Kelly's first show since his sex cult allegations. Here's a quote from him. It's about to get freakier than a motherfucker. (laughs) In spite of jarring sex cult allegations, R. Kelly is continuing his after-party tour and certainly isn't dialing back on his signature eyebrow-raising antics. On Friday, July 28th, the 12-play singer got very acquainted with one audience member during a performance in Virginia Beach during a rendition of his 1998 hit Half on a Baby. Kelly belted out a song um, directly into his a fan's phone and then rubbed his crotch on the device before handing it back. <laughs> According to TMZ, the singer didn't uh, openly address the accusations against him during the tour stop, but offered a disclaimer prior to his performance. I don't want to offend nobody, but I'm trying to do an R. Kelly impression. Uh, but like I told them, I'm a grown-ass man, Kelly said. They hired R. Kelly, so I got to do the R. Kelly show. It is what it is. It's all entertainment, y'all. Don't get caught up in it. For those of you who don't agree with my show, y'all better leave right now because it's about to get freakier than a motherfucker. My mind's telling me no, but my, my body, my, my body, telling me yes. I don't want to hurt nobody. <laughs> but I got something. I must confess. Give me that phone. Girl. I'll rub my crotch on it. <laughs> <laughs> Give me your teenage Remix daughters. Remix too offensive. <laughs> In addition to the self-entitled statement, video footage from the concert also shows R. Kelly kneeling down to address a female fan in the front row singing lyrics in which he encouraged her to wipe his lips, his tongue, and keep on wiping me, babe, as the woman wiped his crotch with a towel before he demanded her to grab it. Uh, grab the towel. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Which Kelly was vehemently denied the BuzzFeed report, which claims that the singer is housing young women against their will, as they, um, as well as controlling all aspects of their lives. The eye-opening scandal has certainly ruffled a few feathers. According to Ticketmaster, four of his ten upcoming shows have been canceled due to low ticket sales. Sources close to R. Kelly, however, have revealed to TMZ that the after-party tour will continue in spite of the cancellations and alleged facing um, a loss of more than 400000 in if sales don't increase. At this rate, it wouldn't be surprising if Kelly's team canceled the tour completely. Take a look at the footage from Kelly's first performance since the scandal broke below. Let's see how long this video is. It was just really long enough to play it, but... I told him I'm a real one in his baby. I told him I'm a real one in his baby. I told him I'm a real one in his baby. I told him I'm a real one in his baby. I told him I'm a real one in his baby. I told him I'm a real one in his baby. I told him I'm a real one in his baby. I told
they hired R. Kelly, so I got to do the R. Kelly show. It's just what it is. It's all entertainment, y'all. Don't get caught up in it. It's just all entertainment. That's all it is. So, for those of you who don't agree with my show, I'm having y'all better leave right now because it's about to get freaky than a motherfucker on this thing. the hell Got all kinds of sadness. Holly's chomping on a giant purple popsicle bow. I'm not kidding. Dad Terrace. I'll take a picture of that. Oh god, I can't watch anymore. Thank God that's the end of the video. And the meme's gonna be <laughs> Holly listening to R. Kelly's song. Wipe it. Seriously, she is chomping on a giant purple popsicle. <laughs> not kidding. Keep on whopping. No, why my, my ass? <laughs> like what? I'm whopping it all night long. <laughs> so weird. Smell of your popsicle. <laughs> there are so many people who know exactly what R. Kelly has done in his past. You know, when it comes to the 14 year old girl that he pissed on, and all this other shit, and there's still like it doesn't matter. It's well, it's R. Kelly. Even, like, the boondocks highlighted that you don't understand R. Kelly fans. They just do not give a shit. I'm still mad that the one day that I was not working at my job, he comes in. <laughs> Why did you want to pee on you? I wanted, I just wanted to be like, toot, toot, beep, beep. <laughs> you wanted to fart on you? <laughs> no, like, remix no, your ignition. Yeah. But also, like, <clears throat> tell some urine jokes. <laughs> be like hey did you see that one Dave Chappelle about you where's in the courthouse and he's like I want to piss on you <laughs> drip 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 <laughs> how much would you pay me to pee in a bucket <laughs> right now I know you got some money don't be shy I got a gale in the water you can't watch me though <laughs> oh, yeah. Casey's like reflecting oh, yeah. have you ever been offered money to pee in a cup <laughs> Oh, geez. Casey already knows this. Once. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I only hang with they, bitches who have expensive they urine. They pay me like a thousand something dollars. She's got like, standards, kids. A thousand dollars to pee in a cup? I'll do it right now. A thousand? The thing is, you don't even have to pee on the person. To pee in a cup? Mm-hmm. Why don't you do it? 
I didn't even hear them. Someone else she heard, heard it. She oh. like, didn't hear it until later on. I like, they looked sucks. at me and smiled. And I you was need like, to go back and confront yeah. that person. You could have made a grand. I'd be like, you got that G? <laughs> tell you him, got that cup? Tell him there's more where that came from. I will give him a gallon. <laughs> you know, I'm full. I'm full. I, got, I just drank a bunch of water. So how much you need? Like, I am so broke. I will give you. How many you... cups? I got 20 cups. <laughs> <laughs> 20 cups. <laughs> But she doesn't feel I will. And he started becoming all pee conscious, like <laughs> self conscious. Like, did he want it to be a certain color? Because like the I more know, like, water you drink, the more. I'd probably be like, "Is my pee good enough? Do you want it musty? This- <laughs> <laughs> what should I eat like, beforehand? Like show pee. <laughs> you gotta show be, pee. Like you gotta meet certain standards. Do they have to be color gold? consistency? Gold and delicious, like apples. It's like show dogs. Show show pee. <laughs> this BH is not right. Disqualified. What? Disqualified. Why do I imagine it like Napoleon Dynamite, where he's judging like what happened to the cow, like I mean, by drinking like, the milk. <laughs> this cow got into an like, onion patch. It's not like show pee, but it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, R. Kelly. Uh. So, but R. Kelly came in, and I guess he he was with a extremely young girl who looked like she wasn't even of age, barely. Oh, <gasps> shocker! So, maybe he was doing the sex yeah. call back then. You know what, though, I bet those ladies were getting paid really well. <laughs> right. Not that like you should be a sex slave, and that's okay. But you know, I thought he was just in a peeing on people, and then what? He watches what is that? damn stupid movie that they wrote a stupid book about and then made the stupid movie. Christian Grey was like the character. Yeah, and then he watched that and he was like, I need a dungeon. You know what? Mm -hmm. I love Christian. I know. (laughs) Because I'm all like, warp my mind, (laughs) you sexy. Thank you. I'd Um, let him flog me. (laughs) (laughs) But as far as R. Kelly, uh, you know, I'm totally against R. Kelly, but then when you played that YouTube video, I was kind of like, yeah, keep on laughing. <laughs> there is something very wrong with this man. It was his voice that put me into a trance. I was like, whoa, it's okay. I'm, I'm, I mean, I want to keep wiping so I see what happens next. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear the guys in the crowd when he was like, wipe my tongue? They were like, what? Like, <laughs> should I leave? Should I stay? They stayed, didn't they? They stayed. They stayed. Casey's like, what the? Freak? <laughs> oh my god! I just I don't understand how he's still walking around free man society. Why OJ are, is? I know. <laughs> what if f- OJ can walk around? So can R. Kelly. <laughs> I guess. I guess that's how it works, huh? R. Kelly and uh, Bill Cosby can legit do anything and they are like completely untouchable what apparently to Cosby neither one of them's in jail oh the hung jury wasn't it <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> his uh, wife stayed by him yeah wow should I like that money though mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't leave that money I'm old now <laughs> <laughs> just like you did way too many mm-hmm. drugs you're definitely dying before me we're not getting divorced I'm keeping all of it <laughs> argument about the Bill Cosby thing is this is that you know all of a sudden like you're going to come forward like 35 years later 
Honestly, quaaludes were like a thing back in the day. Like I remember my mom saying, "Why don't you pop a lewd and calm down?" I'm like, "What the fuck is a lewd?" Like, which is like today's Xanax, I guess. I don't know, as the equivalent or whatever. Right. So people just wanted to cash in. Yeah, people are just like, "Mm, "Yo, quaaludes, cool. Let me have one." Oh my god, he raped me. Yeah, you're a totally willing participant, but whatever. Right. It was a different time. I mean, I'm I'm not supporting no the term rape culture, anything like that. No, I'm no. not. I'm just saying people were on a lot of drugs back in the day. If R. Kelly right. sang to you like every single thing he was doing, would you like go along with it? I'm like, I'm gonna <laughs> kick your ass. I would start singing back, it'd be a fucking duet. <laughs> I'll kick your ass. I'ma shove my toe up your ass. Along with the rest of my foot. Ooh, girl, I like that. Oh, no, you won't. <laughs> I want to tune into this. <laughs> Battle of the bitches. Seriously. And, yeah, like you said, like, those girls, they, they're probably getting paid. And, like, he did something that they didn't like. All of a sudden, they're like, oh, we're being held against our will. Right. They said the safe word banana, and he didn't stop right away. And they're like, ah! Help me hostage. Yep. Mm-hmm. You're like, no. No, you're a whore. <laughs> he just spanked you one too many times and, you know, it hurt. So weird, though. Yeah. That people still go to his shows, still huge R. Kelly fans. I don't care. He's a human being, mm-hmm. you know? It's like, what? What? No, people are like, they just don't like him because he's him. Right. Not because he actually did something. Everyone's trying to hate on R. Kelly because he's got money. And, you know, I'll, and then they'll make it a race issue. It's like, no! R. Kelly is a freak of nature. Like, not in the good way. He's he's a danger to society and women. And he, he's, ah! Oh, just nobody gives a shit. Yeah, there's, like, people with fetishes. And that's all well and fine as long as you keep it 18 and over, okay? At least if he sent out a sex thing, at least he like was like, well, this is what I want. And not just like, girl, I tried you in my basement. Now you're my sex slave. Right. <laughs> I took you out of the crowd. Now pulling some Amanda Berry could. shit. Which, by the way, I think we should play some of that Amanda Berry song. <laughs> what? Oh. I know Jess loves what it so that? much. Let's oh. see. You know what that is. Oh, you do know what that I is. I don't know. I do. Yes, you do. I don't know. Mm-mm. Hang on. Mm-mm. Hang on. Oh, it's coming. No. I'm getting scared. <laughs> Oh, you know it. In fact, I think this is how she we, because this this is how I'm gonna feel when I bust up in R. Kelly's house and bust up that sex ring. This is exactly the song that I'm gonna sing, Pirello. I'm talking with Charles Ramsey. He's a neighbor. Uh, t- walk me through again what happened this afternoon. I knew something was wrong. Oh, yeah. A pretty white girl ran into a black man's arms. Dang it, boy. Dang it, boy. My neighbor got me testicles because we see this dude every day. Every day. We eat ribs. We just do. But we didn't have a clue that that girl was in that house. That's what I'm going to sing when I bust up in there. Giveaway. <laughs> it was a dead giveaway when it peed on my daughter. <laughs> this should be his next song. Get a holly. Get 
So yeah, seriously. Uh, God, I shouldn't be laughing about something so horrible, but I mean, you can't when that happens. That guy so. is a gem. <laughs> and this is the thing is, I love that guy. Oh my God, I want to hug him. I know. He's a hero. He saved that girl and he gave the best interview ever that somebody turned on the song, best song ever. Right. And then they give it to, the. they usually do it for charity. They give the proceeds mm-hmm. to uh, her family and whatnot. Um. But uh, but yeah, no, seriously, I just do not understand the mentality of some people that just like, I don't know. But the, if okay. you're a celebrity and you could have uh, whatever, depending on who you are and what your celebrity status is, but especially someone like R. Kelly, in his peak, he could probably have any girl that went to his concerts and whatever. Right, it's a power and, thing. And when you have that and they probably pretty much give you whatever... Do you feel like those people more turn sexually, like, what's the term? Um, turn out? Try to try to push it farther than than maybe most normal people would because they feel like, you know, getting the normal things is easy for them and they want more of a challenge. Yeah, it'll never be enough. So then they do these sexual things that are just kind of out there. And then the, for, for, like, right. gratification. Yeah. So then now he's like, I want to create this sex slave world. But if you signed up for that and you knew what you were getting yourself into and they're getting paid, I don't know. They're, they're claiming that they weren't and that they're being held against their will. Whatever. Everybody in the BDSM world has a safe word. That's how that goes. When you're dealing with fetishes, there are safe words. Yeah, it's called wipe my lips. <laughs> So they're trying to claim that they were locked up in a basement for... No, they, they, they just couldn't leave the compound. The Kelly compound. It's got a whole compound? <laughs> yeah. So they were locked indoors? Dang. I guess. <laughs> I like, like, all the people involved in this, it's just a big shaking my head. The sun changed me. Shouldn't he know by now to like have people sign waivers and all that happy shit? Like, where are those at? Like Bieber's doing that, and he was like fifteen when I think when he started, or maybe think, seventeen. I think it's like just back to the OJ thing. Once you get away with one thing, you want to see what else you can get away with. I mean, it's R. Kelly. You can get away with anything. He's peeing on little because girls. he still has people behind him, and I don't understand. There's still people who would vote for Kwame in a minute, which I will never understand because it's brainwashing he destroyed Detroit worse than it was. Yay, he brought movies here. That was cool, but it didn't last, number one. And number two, he stole way more money than he ever brought in. <laughs> right, the city... And I'm pretty sure he offed a couple hookers. That or his wife. Oh, yeah. Know. Nobody knows. Yeah, and people just, they act like he's a rock star. Oh, yeah, he was like the savior of Detroit. No, he wasn't. 
And he is so unapologetic for everything he did to the city. Stealing money. Sociopaths. Sociopaths don't have conscience. Maybe that's just it. Maybe that's his appeal. Because normally I love sociopaths. I really do. <laughs> I do. I love what? me some Jim Jones. Oh, my God. I, you I just will... had an episode about sociopaths. <laughs> and you were like, oh, I do. I love him. But, like, R. Kelly, I can't get into it. No. No, the peeing. Oh, come on. I don't know, Casey. We, <laughs> we ran to R. Kelly and he was like... <laughs> that was a great R. Kelly impression. You sounded just like him. Hey, girl. Let me lay you on my bearskin rug right now. Uh, <laughs> and pee on you. I want to piss on you. Pee on you. You see this ring? I am married to Chris Pratt. <laughs> Didn't you hear? Breaking news. Hello. 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 So what did we learn today, kids? Um, Don't stick a shotgun in your vagina. Yeah, that's the biggest loss in here in case anyone was dumb enough besides this lady to think that would be a fun idea. I wonder if that was like R. Kelly's cousin. <laughs> Probably. Sometimes I wonder why gifts are given to certain people. Like He has an amazing voice. Yes, he does. And a freak body. I'm not talking about physically freak, like, appearance-wise. I'm talking about a freak, obviously, mentally. Whatever. Kanye was, is, it, okay, was talented, and now he's just a complete and total basket case. Sometimes, And everyone's like, like, oh, Kanye, we still love you. And I'm like, but really? Because he's super sick. Yeah. I don't know if it's like Hollywood breaking down people who can't handle it mentally. Well, think of the super talented people we know and all the issues they have. <laughs> yeah, like, is it, with, not great, like, with great genius comes a lot of dark issues. True. true. Some of the best comics out there, like think about Robin Williams. He was pretty dark. He wasn't a dark oh, yeah. comic, but in his mind, he had a really dark mind. He was extremely troubled. All the many, 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 many artists out there. The 27 Club, like, come on. Right, these people all had problems. Yeah, or they're all they from were, dark stock. Yeah, yeah, they were artistic geniuses, though. You know, what I thought of the other day was that remember the movie The Mask? Yeah, and Jim Carrey's best friend who got him tickets to the Coco Bongo. Yeah, okay, he was a stand-up comedian, and okay. he'd been for years and years and years. And years. It wasn't until the early two thousands um, because he never really made it big, but people knew who he was. He had like a subterranean following. Okay, his girlfriend was making him breakfast, and he just went into the bathroom and blew himself away. Yep. I just know that. Yeah. That's crazy. Weird, right? Because I'm like, oh, yeah, that one guy from The Mask, he just didn't want to be known as the one guy from The Mask. He wanted to be known for, like, his, you know, stand-up comedies and, you know, his own genius, and he just never really made it. But um, that's the thing. When you go out there and expect people to laugh and then you bomb so many times, that really hurts your ego. Well, yeah, but there's got to be some bounce-back factor if you're going to put out all that risk factor too right you know you have to know that you're going to be strong enough for it i mean but also like robin williams was hugely successful so i heard that he was diagnosed with a rare nervous system disorder right before that that said that he would probably lose his speech and all this stuff you know there's so many stories but Mm. they said that's the reason why he killed himself i mean that seems like a pretty legit reason to me right i wouldn't wouldn't want to suffer Uh -uh. let it be over quick Right, like put a shotgun in my vagina. <laughs> well, that didn't turn out well because she's still alive. 
Oh, poor dude, thing. Just let me die, dude. I feel like that's yeah. gonna be like a country song. <laughs> he put a shotgun to my vagina. <laughs> bang, bang, bang. <laughs> bang, 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 bang. My baby shot me down. Bang, bang. I hit the ground. Bang, bang. That off sound. Bang, bang. <laughs> my baby be found. Me bang, down. bang. <laughs> be found, right? It probably looked like Saving Private Ryan in there. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It probably did. Ugh. Ovary over here, cervix over there. Why do I want to see the clitoris on the ceiling? <laughs> I want to see the before and after. No, shut no, up! I, don't, I do not. <laughs> Look at her face. Hell no. Go to morbid.com. I want to see. She's so like, beer mix. Doc, you are amazing. Or Doc, no, let's just go take her in the back. <laughs> Put that poor girl out of her misery. Can you looking at me like a like monster? <laughs> Oh my god! Like I'm really sick, right? <laughs> I'm very sick. I'm fucked up. I'm really, really messed up. I want to see the like in my in my literary literary works. I've thrown semen at school children. <laughs> I've had demons rape women in the asses in front of their kids. But I don't want to see the before and afters of um, shotgun wounds oh, to the vagina. <laughs> I'm a me and Car- R. Kelly. Damn, we're taking off. Sorry. <laughs> Holly Kelly. Scum peeing cups for you for life. Oh, uh, shoot. There's no hope. I- <laughs> well, He's like, I hired that girl. <laughs> I used to have this. Girl, let me get up in them guts. I used to have this. For not, real. She's now, she's now my sex oh slave. My <laughs> no. That's the only way she's going to get some after this. Sorry, lady. Uh, all her shit's blown out. Like, <laughs> literally. This is not funny, uh, I but know, it's hilarious. So tired. It's not funny. I'm sorry. I hope your vagina is well. <laughs> Get better. I mean, yeah. I hope uh, <laughs> I can't say I... it'll heal up because it won't. There's no heal up after yeah, a uh, get well soon? Question mark? <laughs> uh, anyway. Well, ladies and gentlemen, until next time. Lock up your guns, you weirdos. Wait, wait. At least what keep them we out of your about? vagina. Yeah. Are we waiting on something? <laughs> Until next time. <laughs> I hope you enjoy this episode of The Watchlist. <laughs> oh, I'm back again. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so you can't even handle it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Good night!